WTTM 536. Window to the Magic is a member of the Mice Chat Podcast Network. MicePod.com. This episode of Paul Berry's A Window to the Magic is brought to you by you. Yes, you. Window to the Magic is supported by its listeners and is totally commercial sponsor free. Just pure, family friendly, and kid safe entertainment in stunning binaural sound. It takes a lot to keep this show coming to you, and we hope you'll agree that the result is definitely worth the cost. Please support the cause by visiting windowtothemagic.com and signing up for reoccurring support. Together, we can keep the magic alive. You're listening to the windowtothemagic.com podcast. Brought to you by windowtothemagic.com. Surround yourself with the magic. Hello, and welcome to A Window to the Magic. My name is Paul, and as always, I will be your guide through the wonderful world of Disney sound experiences. This show is a weekly trip through the world of the Disney theme parks and resorts, and this is the place where you get to use your ears to surround yourself with the magic. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Window to the Magic podcast, the ultimate Disney audio adventure. I'm out here on a bright and sunny day, and I am lying through my teeth. It is currently cloudy and dark, and the ground is wet, and it has been raining all day, which makes it a wonderful time to come out here to the Disneyland Resort. And today I'm joined by a special guest, uh, Christopher Schmidt. Uh, who is the author of a book called The Complete Guide to Run Disney. Welcome to the show, Chris. Thank you, Paul. I appreciate you letting me peer in through the window to the magic today. Oh, yes, yes. It's open to everyone, and I'm glad to have you here. Now, you've got a book that you wrote. Um, Why don't you tell everybody uh, what it's generally about? It's about Run Disney, which is a series of races put on at Disneyland, Walt Disney World, and now Paris Disneyland. Well, that explains the title. That's uh, that's very good. Okay, well, uh, we're going to walk into the park, and uh, we're going to catch the Dapper Dans, and then in between uh, musical performances, because I think we're probably going to catch the Royal Street Bachelors, too, if we can. Uh, does that sound good to you? Absolutely. Okay. Um, while we walk into the park, I'll read you what it says on the back of his book. Now it says, and you're off. Most Disney theme park guests are known for rushing, but if rushing isn't fast enough and you want to run, then this complete guide to the many run Disney marathon races at Disneyland is just what you need to cross the finish line in a swirl of pixie dust. From navigating your way through the human cattle pit known as the Health and Fitness Expo to competing in the races themselves, Christopher Schmidt, that's our guest, has done it all and knows the tips and tricks you'll need for a safe, successful run. Swift moving pros, fast walkers, and even happy-go-lucky shufflers will benefit from Chris's expert advice and motivational guidance. Now, the reason that I have Chris here today 
is because I came across his book in my preparations for the Disneyland Half Marathon later this year. And so I figured, since I want to know about this stuff, I would bring him on and uh, record my conversation and we can, uh, we can all learn together. Does that sound like a good idea to you, Chris? Of course. Very good. All right, after you, sir. Thank you. How you doing today? Very good. Thank you. Thank you. All right, so we are in Disneyland. Welcome to Disneyland. I love walking in here and seeing the Main Street Electrical Parade banners. This is so much fun. So tell me, what got you started on this whole Run Disney thing? How long have you been doing it? That sort of thing. The first one I did was the Disneyland Half Marathon in 2008. Okay. I remember that specifically because I tore my Achilles Ooh, ouch. in 2007. Okay, we're not going to do that. So tip number one, do not tear your Achilles. It had nothing to do with the race. Oh. I did it during a midlife crisis basketball game. Oh, very good. Going to give up running. I had done several, many, I would say, distance runs a lot prior to that. And with the injury, I figured that would be my ticket to not having to run anymore. Ah, there you go. Uh, I never really enjoyed it. Uh, Wait, you didn't enjoy running? No. I, okay. I don't. It's not an enjoyable activity. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, until I discovered the Run Disney. Uh, a friend of mine was doing, signed up for the 2008. Um, and I was working for Disneyland at the time. Wait, wait. You worked for Disney, or you worked? I did. Okay. Yeah. And um, what did you do? I was a banquet bartender for the Disneyland Hotel. Oh. Amazing. A, a, truly an amazing job. You're those wonderful guys that give me booze. <laughs> Whenever we can. I like it. Um, I worked mostly special events, so I didn't have a bar, per se. I didn't, okay. I didn't work at the steakhouse or anything. That's all right. Uh, no, just an incredible job. Just working with this company at all was amazing. Okay. Uh, but that job was, was a blast. Uh, my friend contacted me asking what I knew about Run Disney and how to get the good hotels and so on, and I hadn't even heard of it. There was not a lot of publicity back then for this kind of thing. Okay. Um, another part of the onus for writing such a book is... Mine is the only Run Disney title for the publisher that I approach, if I, if, if I may. Theme, theme Park Press. Oh, yes. Dot com. Oh, yeah. Um, you've, had, you've had several of their, their writers. Is, is Theme Park Press, is that, uh, is it themeparkpress.com? Yes. Okay. Yes. Now, we're going to hang out right here because I want to see if the Dapper Dans come out by the Firehouse or uh, over here by the Disney Clothiers. So, it doesn't say, so... Either way. Okay, so your friend invited you. and uh, Actually, she didn't invite me. She was just trying to settle her own logistics, and I, I invited myself. Oh, I see. Okay. As soon as I understood what was going on, I had to be a part of it. Sure. Um, and that's why I applaud you. It's 
the first step is signing up. Just absolutely get involved in one of these races. They, they are amazing. Yeah, I, I've heard a lot of good things about them. Uh, the, the the big problem for me, uh, obviously up until a couple of years ago, was my weight. Uh, I've taken care of some of that and uh, still have more to go. Uh, but what is the first thing that, that somebody you know like me should do when they're thinking about doing uh, a Disney race? What uh, distance are you interested in? Uh, well, I'm actually... I see the Disneyland band coming here, yeah. Um, I'm actually registered currently for the 10K and the half marathon, and I'm considering doing the 5K as well. Uh, I'll just do that on my way to work on that Friday. Um, yeah, the only difficult part of that, I would say, is the half marathon being the third day of three races. Yeah, right. Um, and that's not even a fitness thing for me. It's how, how, how do you consider your feet? Right. Can you, can you spend that kind of time on your feet? Because um, you don't have to run. You, you can walk the 5K, no question. You can easily walk the 10K, and you can walk most you can walk most of a half marathon and still finish it, depending on uh, where you start. Well, that's really good because that's what I do, is a fast walk. So, without, ah, there they are. I was trying to butter it up. You don't even have to walk fast. So, you just, if you can move. Hi, my name is Jason. Thank you guys. Wait, wait, wait. There's so much to do one more time. All right, we'll continue this, Rolling along. Because I'm with you. 
Oh, simply marvelous. Josh, I'm particularly with you. Uh, I'm not used to seeing that. all day long, so it does make it difficult to find a girl. Oh, come on, Rusty. You know what they say? It is better to love a short girl than never to have loved a tall. Five foot two, eyes of blue. But oh, what those five feet of two? Has anybody seen my gal, my gal? Have you seen her turned up nose, turned down nose? Flapper, yes, sir, one of those. Has anybody seen my gal? Oh, gal, now if you run into a five foot two covered with fur, it's got diamond rings and all those things. That your life it is in her. Could she love? Could she move? Could she? Could she? Could she do? Has anybody seen my gal? Now if you run into your garden, covered with fur, it's got diamond rings and all those things. That your life it is in her. Has anybody seen my gal? Oh, where's my baby? Anybody seen my little sweet gal? Has anyone seen my gal? She's right here. Hey. Good to see you. Oh, fellas, isn't it wonderful being here on Josh's last day on this beautiful, beautiful Oh, but it's such a beautiful day. It's a good day. Well, you know, time sure does fly, though, when you've been having such a good time. Sure does. Yeah, around here, time flies. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh.
the Dapper Dans of Disneyland, everyone, and uh, apparently Josh's last day, which is uh, quite a bummer. It's always bad to see one of the uh, established guys go away. Now, a couple of years ago, uh, they got rid of all the, uh, you know, older Dapper Dans and brought in what I laughingly called the Diaper Dans, uh, which were a bunch of really young guys, uh, and that's, that's this crew, um, and now they're starting to go away, so, uh, you know. It's, uh, I guess, time changes all, yeah? That's why I didn't see several of the faces I recognize. Yes, yes. So where were we? Let's see. When the Dapper Dans came out, we were talking about uh, how to get started uh, with a run Disney race. So you said decide what distance you're going to do. Or even just, if you have any interest at all, sign up. I would recommend these over any race anywhere because it's, it's not really a race you're not you, you don't have to run you don't have to push yourself you you, you get carried along these courses all right and now for somebody who's never done a race before obviously going straight to the half marathon is probably not a good idea yeah you would it's it's 13 miles it's you you've got to know that you can handle that on your knees and your feet and just all at once because they will pick you up if you stop moving right right yeah or or be like me and just decide that you're just going to do it whether or not you're ready or not well that, 
if walking around Disney, you know, you, you can put 10 miles behind you without even realizing. Oh, yeah, over the course of visiting the park in a day? Yeah. Absolutely. And I know a half marathon, you have to do it within, whatever, five hours to, to stay ahead of the sweepers, but people do it. I mean, first-timers, without even having ever run a half marathon, that was my first half marathon. All right. Yeah, and I had my doubts, but it was not a problem. I did my first half uh, in Santa Barbara a couple of years ago. And I did a 15-minute, 37-second average mile, uh, which is below the 16-minute mile, right, for yeah. Disney? Yeah, well below, and there's no hills here. Right, yes, that's true. Santa Barbara did definitely have hills, and uh, there was about a, a mile-long incline that, uh, that we had to go through right at the beginning of the race, which is just... Well, I had trained for it, so thankfully, but... For a lot of people, that was very challenging. Okay, so we've gone, gone in now, and we've decided that we're going to do, let's say, we're going to do the 10K. So what, what do we do from there? How, what should somebody do to get ready for this? Uh, just the hardest part of the 10K is being there on time. Um, it's a 5.30 a.m. call time, and these races are so well attended it takes most of your effort and time just getting to the starting line okay well i you know like i live in the area so i can just drive in and park and then yep. come over here right i mean i don't need a hotel right not if you're willing to come really really early um, i recommend a hotel just because it's it's it takes the driving element out of it but no you can absolutely get here there's there's plenty of parking Okay. It's just a lot of people showing up at the same time. That's a good point, sure. Um, the Mickey and Friends parking structure is right by the starting line, so that's that's helpful and convenient. But it's for the 10K, you're talking about 12 to 15,000 people. Ooh, that's a lot of people. It's, they have become so popular, especially the uh, Disneyland Half Marathon weekend. Right. But they accommodate it. They know what they're doing. It's just you have to give yourself the kind of time that you think you need to be there and be comfortable, be prepared. Um, but really, in my opinion, that's the hardest part. And what are some common mistakes that someone might make when doing their first? Not realizing how, how busy it is. What I believe is the primary mistake, thinking that you can show up an hour before the start. You can, but you're going to be stressed out. You're going to be you're going to be hustling. You're going to be jostled about. Um, you don't walk up to your starting corral, even if you're in the elite corral. You you can't just walk right up to it and, and be ready to go. You need to come early. Oh, really? All right. Now, do they have food and stuff uh, available at that time? Or do you think that uh, eating before a race is a bad idea? No, I, I, unless you're going to sprint it, and I never do. Uh, Starbucks is open. Earl of Sandwich is open. Um, the coffee house at the Disneyland Hotel, which is right next to the starting line, 
is open, you can get a banana, you know, you can get a muffin. Um, you can get coffee, I don't recommend that. Okay, why not? Before a, before a five mile run, uh-huh. I don't drink coffee. But it, well, the caffeine though, wouldn't that help? You're, you're correct. Um, uh, oh, I see what you mean. You end up having to use the restroom. I'm just talking about the system. Okay, so there's there's a there's a very good thing then. Um, what's the deal with restrooms and such along a Disney race? It's it's anything you would expect from Disney. They they have ample facilities and they're clean, which is a tip of the cap to any race coordinator. The most well-run races. Can, can fall short on the facilities, but not Disney. There's got to be a hundred of them at the starting staging area, and once you're in the park, the ones along the course in, in the park are open. Uh -huh. The restroom right over there is open. Right. The, the Adventureland restroom is open. Okay. You can use any of them. And of course, they're spotless. Now, when you're when you're off property, let's say you're out running around Anaheim. Uh, in the distant portions, it, it's all porta potties, or do they have? It is, um, and, but there's lots of them, and they are specifically for the Run Disney race. So it's not like you're showing up at a at a L.A. Rams tailgate party and, and having to share that sort of facility. It's, it's not pleasant, but it's just as clean as you would expect. And again, there's lots. Of them. Okay. All right. Now, I, I noticed that this book says a complete guide to run Disney, Disneyland edition. Um, so is most of your expertise with the Disneyland races, or have you done Flor uh, Florida races as well? Most of my experience has been Disneyland races, but I am familiar with both now. I, I, I'm enthusiastic about them all. I've been out to Walt Disney World for each of their races. They've got four of their own. Wow. Yeah, they've got a, like our Disneyland, they've got a Walt Disney World's full marathon. Okay. Uh, they've got a princess half, a Star Wars, and a wine and dine half marathon. Ooh, is that where you go, you know, 13 miles just stopping at different restaurants and eating and drinking? Uh, the restaurants are open, but I wouldn't... I wouldn't encourage people to stop into that. Um, you can eat and drink and keep up a 16-minute minimum. Uh, that that would be okay. The hook for that one is the after party. Which oh, I got gotcha. you. Wine and dine uh, festival for Epcot. Now we've gotten out here to the French Market. Oh, I see them. Okay, I was going to say I don't see uh, the Jambalaya Jazz Band is up on the train station right now, so let's walk over there and listen to a little bit of them. Is that a rain contingency? I, you know, I'm not sure. I mean, they have a perfectly good cover here at the French Market. Maybe this is something because the train's not running. Oh, wah, wah. 
Good, yeah, doing well. I think so, yes. Thank you. Where are the Where are the Royal Street Bachelors going to be? Okay, thanks. I got some uh, beads from Rob. He and his uh, brother Vince. Uh, Vince plays the clarinet. He's in the fedora there playing the clarinet. And very, very good musicians. I've seen them here and I've actually seen them perform uh, with the Side Street Strutters uh, outside the park. So, because they're actually, the Side Street Strutters is an actual outside the park band that was hired for years to perform here at Disneyland. So, oh, look at this. There's a man with a bass. Let's follow him. Speaking of restrooms, here we are. So do you have any top secrets that uh, you could share for uh, having a successful Run Disney experience? Sign up again. I, I, I keep hammering it. Yep. Just sign up, huh? I, yeah, okay. I, I, I can't encourage highly enough just if you have any, even a Disney interest, much less a running interest, um, you've probably researched enough to realize that you get to be inside the park when you're close to everyone else. That's always a good time. Right, right. The lights are on, the music's going, um, some of the bands are out, and a lot of the characters, a lot of cast members. Yeah, you know, there's thousands of people running along, but not right near you. You're with 10 to 20 people running through the park. Very cool. Well, we are in New Orleans Square now, and uh, the Royal Street Bachelors have just come out uh, right next to the entrance of Club 33. And let's go ahead and enjoy a little bit of their music here. Uh, and then we'll finish up our conversation with author Christopher Schmidt.
Uh, the Royal Street Bachelors looks like uh, you know one one song from them that was uh, that was kind of short but uh, always a good time it's kind of weird that it was only one song yeah or two or whatever it was I wonder if they're if they're moving someplace else I'm not sure all right so what uh, what else uh, should we talk about with your book Incredibly entertaining and humorous. Ah, okay. Well, that doesn't sound like that would be a typical Disney 
run Disney book. Running doesn't seem humorous to me. So, explain. Well, what I, I'm not as much of a runner as I am a Disney disciple. And I, I thought it was more important to be entertaining. It's, it's got some nuts and bolts advice, uh, like, like I said, about being early and, and how to register and, and what to look for. Um, but more, it's, this is the kind of experience, like coming to Disneyland, it's personal and it should be extremely enjoyable. So that's what I've tried to capture is, is the enjoyment and the spirit and the entertainment. Everything that comes along with a visit to Disney it comes along also with a run Disney event. It's not a run. Oh, I mean, you can you can push yourself and you can do well. A lot of people get their personal best of any distance in these certain races because of how flat, accommodating, and entertaining they are. Yeah, there is a there is a winner for each of these races. Absolutely. I mean, it's an actual race. Absolutely. They have an elite corral up front. Of couple hundred people who you're never going to see again after the, the gun goes up. <laughs> oh, I, that's not true. You will see them walking toward their car when you're coming around like mile 10, for instance, and they've got their medals on and they're, they're not, they haven't broken a sweat. It's, that part's not my favorite. Well, you you know, you've obviously never seen me do a race, see, because uh, you said mile 10. I was thinking seeing them coming back to their car before I started the race. Time-wise, that's possible. Um, <laughs> in the half marathon, it goes up to like Corral L, I think, A through L. Okay. Like, you can be you can be behind where you parked if you're at the Mickey and Friends parking structure. Um, you can start right about where where your car is. Um, they've ironed it out pretty well, though. It's it used to have to. It felt like you waited. Over an hour to get started. Uh -huh. um, it's not so bad. It's, there's entertainment. The, the, the announcers are really clever. There's music. The characters are out. The monorail is full of characters. Oh wow! Yeah. You, have, you have all of that waiting for you. Can I start. just take the monorail the whole 13 <laughs> miles and call it done? That would save you a lot of time. Yeah, it would. Um, you wouldn't get your medal. Oh, well, let's. You have to cross certain checkpoints, and then they, uh, your bib gives you away if you haven't uh, you haven't crossed those points. So my bib is a traitor. That's Absolutely. oh man. All right. You can stick it to somebody's back and then get on the monorail. There you go. So this is every bit uh, every bit a real race, but it's got that Disney magic to it. All the Disney magic. And and if they uh, if they want to read your book, how would they go about uh, doing so? ThemeParkPress.com okay. is my publisher. Okay. Um, you can go there. It's available on Amazon. Okay, I've heard of Amazon. Yes. Uh, the print version or Kindle. It's electronic. Just print. Kindle? Not both. Uh, both. Both. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not Nook. Uh, Amazon has to deal with Kindle. And, uh, it's currently in stock. Uh, okay. I'm working on... A Walt Disney World version. I was going to say, that was my next uh, thing, was what's next for you. Well, next on on a timeline will be a Disney beverage and restaurant guide. Ooh. Along the same style as the running guide. I've, I've tried to make an entertaining, personal recap of 
of uh, the beverages, restaurants, food, all throughout the resort. Wow. Okay. So it's been your job to come around here and eat and drink. It's a tough gig, but I'm doing it. Somebody's got to do it. Exactly. You know, I, I, I think I missed this one when they called for authors on this one. Uh, they they should have called me. I, I would have been, I'll, I'll eat and drink. I am actually using you as a resource. <laughs> I, uh, and it, it is an incredible opportunity I've been given by Theme Park Press, and I, I can't thank them enough. Was, was that what that text was about the other day where you asked me about that one drink? Absolutely. Yeah? I, uh, I don't get to get up here as much as I like to. Dr. L- uh, Facilier just walked by. Yes, yes, he is. So you don't get to come out here as often as you'd like to? So. Which would be every day, if I could. That's but, a uh, good point, yeah. When I don't, and I, I assume you were here is why I texted you that. There you go, yeah. And, and luckily, I had tried the drink that, uh, that you asked me about, although I had uh, tried it and then decided it was too sweet for me and uh, had them alter it. Uh, so that's, uh, it's always my favorite thing is coming in and... and having that Disney magic but tailoring it to to my personal experience and my personal preferences and that sounds like what Disney's done with these races is taken a, a rather sterile kind of event you're going to you're going to run 13 miles and they've uh, put Disney all over it and and made it a totally different thing and they've done the incredible job you would expect even out on the streets of Anaheim there are marching bands and high school support groups like cheerleaders and choirs and uh, classic car groups are outlining every mile of the course. There's, there's no bit of malaise that's going to be a problem with something like this. It's a distance. That, that might be hard. But like I said, if you know you can make the distance, you're going to finish this race and it's going to be wonderful. All right. Sounds good. Well, thank you very much for coming on the show with me. Appreciate it, Paul. Yep. Good to see you. Let's uh, let's walk this way just real quick. And uh, as we end the show, I would like to thank everyone for listening to A Window to the Magic as we continue our 12th season of bringing you the best audio adventures from throughout the wonderful world of Disney. Again, as I end the show, I would like to thank my friend Christopher Schmidt, uh, author of the complete guide to run Disney, Disneyland edition, and soon uh, the uh, Walt Disney World edition as well. And uh, also the how to eat and drink your way around Disneyland guide as well. Is that what you're going to call it? I believe it's going to follow the theme of the other books and be the complete beverage and restaurant. Okay, there you go. All right. I was going to ask for royalties, but, uh, you know, I guess uh, it's not going to happen. Can I sign and give you a copy? Hey, that'd be great. (laughs) There we go. Hey, why don't we do this? Um, Why don't we give away a copy of uh, of your book? Can we do that? Absolutely. Okay. Um, So what should we do here? Let's, uh, Let's say... Let's have people send in to podcast at windowtothemagic.com by 11.59 on March. Let's do April 15th. Okay. Okay. Yes, tax day. Well, if, if you're in uh, America, tax day. Yes. Um, and send us questions, if you have them, about uh, the Run Disney events. 
send us your number one question that you have. I will forward them on to Chris, and then he can go ahead and uh, respond to them. Is that, that good? Of course. Okay, and if you don't have any questions and you just want to send us in uh, what races you've done, we'll consider that an entry as well. Because people who, who don't have questions, who are veterans, they might enjoy reading this book as well. You never know. They could pick up something that they didn't know before. There we go. Uh, there, there we go. See? There you go. Tripping over my tongue. That's what I get for having a seven-foot tongue. You're a professional. Yes. That's uh, what I keep telling people. Anyway. All right. So be sure to send us some feedback. And, of course, send us an email to enter the contest. Again, by 11.59 Pacific Time. 11.59 p.m. Pacific Which, time. I apologize for interrupting. What's going to be sure. the confines of the contest? Every, yep. It sounds like everybody who sends it in. Everybody who uh, sends it in is going to get a free book. Yes. Um, no, what we're going to do is we're going to put all of the emails that we receive into a hat and we will randomly pick a winner. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to be out of work like Josh back there. There you go. Yes. Right. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we will randomly pick a winner from everyone who sends us an email. So you can, uh, you can get an entry just by sending in an email and saying, I've done 15 races, I've done every Disney race, or, hey, I'm looking to start a race and I want to know what kind of shoes I should buy, right? And then you can, you can give them advice on that. Comfortable. All right, there you go. Well, now they don't have to ask. All right, so like I said, send us an email, podcast at windowtothemagic.com. You can call us at 307-GET-WTTM, but if you're entering the contest, email is the only way. But if you're just leaving feedback for us, 307-GET-WTTM is the best way to hear your voice on the show. Now, we don't get a lot of voicemail, so uh, that would be a good way to assure that you'll make it onto a future episode of Window to the Magic. Of course, you can always tweet us at uh, twitter.com slash WTTM. You can add us as your friend on Facebook. And you can follow us on Periscope for live video streaming occasionally from Disneyland. But for now, this has been a window to the magic, the ultimate Disney audio adventure. Thanks again, Chris, for coming on the show. You bet. And we'll see you next time. Some days you eat the bear. And some days the bear eats you. But always dress for the hunt. Coming to lose. Surround yourself with the magic. Okay, bye.